Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Jocks. Yeah. Krispy Kreme. Future Bachelor. Sound money. You know what it you know is. know what time it is. Oh, you do. <laughs> Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering the CLB drop. Oh. John Mulaney's last year, eventful. Let's go. And uh, people caught on mic saying that they're there for the wrong reason. Oh, we got you. And this is episode 179. Let's get it. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Hey. Yo, you know, Veronica, what makes you sweat? <laughs> I don't know if you mean what this song is really about. Or <laughs> just like- <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess we could just let our listeners know. Sorry, mom, if you were listening. But, you know, I didn't really. I, I, I got into this phase of like, you know, I'm a grown up making music and stuff. And I'm grown. Uh, I'm grown. You were I like, mean, this I'm was back grown. in 2009. So I'll give you that. But, um, you know, originally this song was called Wet. And we're like, you know, <laughs> this is actually a good song. Like, I don't know if we if we could put this on the radio. Like, at least we knew, like, you know, um, that. So we ended up changing the concept <laughs> of the song. It really, there's a version that we have. It's like, what makes you wet? But <laughs> more sexual. <laughs> more sexual, I guess. You know, but um, this version well, is still, I guess, um, kind of talking about that. But it's instead, sensual. I feel like there's a difference between sexual and sensual. Yeah, this yeah. is more sensual yeah this is more like you know perspiration as opposed to like you know other things <laughs> perspiration instead of some sexy time inspiration oh, you know what I'm damn. <laughs> um well veronica i've never like quadruple trapped that boing before but um a song like that probably warrants it but v how are you doing what's going on in your life from one sweater to another <laughs> i actually don't sweat that much what? but um i, I sweat so I really- bad I really don't sweat that bad. Oh, man. My mom hates me for it. Really? It's yeah, what I, I actually hate people that don't sweat either. So um, going to I be mean, looking I for sweat, a replacement really podcast co-host on here, guys. Anyone that sweats, you're in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just I joking. Sweat. I was sweating earlier today, hence why I had to like dry my hair no because worries. it was wet from my shower that I took. Oh, someone got but. wet. Um, I probably sweat for the both of us. So, Veronica, how are you doing? What's been going on in your life? It was Labor Day weekend, mm. um, which, you know, was a time. But before Labor Day weekend, me and the girlies did some trivia um, at Eventide Brewery. I had to really think about how to say it because in my brain, I want to say Eventide. That is not the name. Mm. Um did not do well. It was college football week one, baby. College football Saturday, me, you, mm-hmm. the gang, mm. you know, hung out, drank some brewskis, watched some games. The Mizzou Tigers won, thank the Lord. Um, was looking close there. Played some bocce, had a good time. 
Yeah, I ended I ended up at Dark Horse that night. So that's funny because I ended up at Dark Horse the night before. Um, I think actually. I was, I don't know. I, I, I think that was the move. I didn't end up making it there. I had a, a friend staying in town that night, so I had to come back. And you like, did indeed. Yeah. You did indeed. Yeah, so um, that worked out, but that's cool. Um, What else you get into? And then, and then Sunday I did some brunch and then Ponce shopping. I went uh, to help my friend Clarissa at Ponce. We were trying to find her like a cute couple of outfits or stuff for her birthday coming up. Um. And we ate some grilled cheese and had some cocktails at Biltong Bar. But that was pretty much it because on my Monday, I just took it easy and I cleaned a bunch and, uh, you know, sat in my PJs for most of the day while cleaning. So that's awesome. Um, I honestly respect those days a lot more. Um, you know, as I get into my older age, it's just kind of like, I, you know, don't mind just relaxing a day and not doing much in my PJs. So, um, yeah. but. This week. I did sweat that day, cleaning. Let's cleaning go. is when I sweat the most. Yes. There you go. Uh, um, well, <laughs> uh, I actually, Saturday was pretty cool be- for me specifically, um, you know, I, because I hung out with you, but also uh, Happy. <laughs> I, I woke up, you know, after going to Dark Horse the night before and um, I had actually gone out to, I, I tried that uh, sushi place like right by there called Ocean. Ocean Wave. Ocean yeah, you Wave. guys were at Ocean Wave. I was trying to meet up with you guys. That bad night, it just didn't happen. Well, me, it's a but. really great place, honestly. A, probably a cool date spot too for you know mm-hmm. a first date or something. It's got like great that. cocktails. Hell yeah! Um, so we did that. Um, but the next morning I woke up. You know, I <laughs> felt really motivated. I went and got a haircut early. But the cool thing, Ooh. yeah, I, I'm looking fresh, right? Oh, oh come on. Oh, um, hey, hey, yes. But uh, it's working those curls. He's got go. the curl treatment. People you're like are, these girls. You're like plopping your hair. You don't even know what that means. No, but, I like, don't. Do the girls. People are starting to notice the curls. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, anyways, I walked into the barber shop and like one of the barbers that usually is very monotone and quiet, like, you know, I, I usually say yo to everybody, pound everybody. That's kind of like the barbershop thing. You just say hi to even people in chairs and stuff. But, um, so I, I instantly walk in, I, I instantly walk into the barbershop and the guy's like, yo, you a celebrity dog. And I'm like, you know, why am I a celebrity? Yet? I'm not even. You're like, who, me? Well, I mean, it felt great. Like, I mean, it was just like, you know, when someone never embraces you, it's kind of like when you complimented me before the show that's how i felt oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no but um i swear uh i honestly uh i walked in and he was like you a celebrity dog like i have like my same barber that i go to every time but apparently this commercial that i shot for um the georgia public um health or whatever uh because i got the vaccine they they're playing it on tv a lot i actually haven't seen it but i've been here i have yet to see it i've had more people contact me being like i saw your boy sigh in this commercial about the vaccine (laughs) i'm like yep so if that if that was yeah yeah that's me so if um if that wasn't enough honestly uh you know, later on that day when we we're all together, uh, a mutual friend of ours said that the, when we we're hanging out, they were like, oh, we saw you like in the movie theater, like yep. uh, and previews before. Like, I don't know. what I think they went to go see uh, Candyman or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, damn. So like my face is on the big screen right now. The like, big screen. Right You've be- already made it to the silver screen. I've already made it to the <laughs> silver screen before like Jordan Peele. But not even that. Let's fast forward a little bit in that day when in my uh, acting class, um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the girls in my acting class takes a picture of it and puts it on you know in the group and stuff like that so my face is just huge on the screen and apparently it's being oh played. yeah you reposted that yeah I yeah saw. they 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 played it before shang chi so like you know your boy is 
Very close wow, to getting in Marvel, that Marvel movie. I've been steps, steps away. <laughs> you know, steps. it's like the seven, you know, seven, seven degrees, degrees of separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So that was a cool day for me. I mean, honestly, it's just, you know, you we if you go back to like January episodes when we're talking about right. acting, I, I don't even know if those ones are available anymore. But um, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, we were talking about how I got how I was getting started in acting and just the questions I would ask. And it's just really cool. Like to it's nothing crazy, but it's just cool that it's starting to happen. Like, you know, I'm just trying to like really um, live in the present about it, because I feel like these are the times when when if I ever were to get famous or something like that, like you really kind of think about these times of the come up. And I think that's kind of what makes, you know, the journey. So, um, mean something. So that was cool. Um, and on top of that, as much as we had like a three day weekend, it's been kind of crazy cause I'm working a lot of stuff for the company. And then also I had to read like a hundred p- page play and this is like the second play, you know, that I have to read. And they're like, you know, they're plays. They're not like great reading, like, you know, but you have to like be ready for it to talk about it in class. So I did a lot of that. But V, I kind of really want to know. What are you watching? All right. I have started to watch. It just dropped last week. They have new episodes on Tuesdays. Um, They did the thing where, you know, they did like a three episode premiere and then they're dropping every week. But it's... um. Only Murders in the Building. It's starring um, Selena Steve Gomez, Mart- right? Yeah, Selena Gomez, okay, I've, Steve I've seen, Martin. Yeah, I've um, seen this. It looked Martin really Short. interesting. Is it like a? Is it scary or is it like a thriller? It's it's like a it's like a murder comedy. So like the basis of it is that there was a murder in their building that they all live in. They live in like a fancy like Upper West Side, I believe, uh, like New York apartment. Somebody died. Um, and they all, it was like during a fire alarm and they all found each other, the three main characters, like in a bar nearby when everybody was like evacuated and they just hung out at the bar and they were all like talking about how they wanted to listen to, they all listened to the same murder mystery podcast, a true kind podcast. And they're all like, Oh my God, you listen to it. And then they all listened to it. And then that's when, when they came back and found out that someone had died, they're all like, we should figure out this murder. And then they've like decided to start their own podcast. So it's, you know, for people who like podcasts, for people who like, uh, murder mysteries, for people who just like, you know, fun television, I'm a big fan. I've been liking it so far. Damn. That sounds really interesting. I mean, I was a huge, um, fan of, uh, what was the one that came out of Atlanta? Um, the one, uh, Atlanta Monster? No, it was the guy that made Atlanta Monster, I believe. It was... I know what you're talking no, about. It, I can't... Wow, it's Up and no. Vanished. That was the one. Up and Vanished. Oh, that one too. Yeah. Yes, um, I do love that. I do love that one. Yeah, he... Uh, I mean, essentially, that w- that kind of changed the game for me as far as podcasts because I was like, this guy is... St- solving murders that like like this has been the it's a georgia's like biggest cold case ever and this kid all right. he did was like i'm gonna pick the the, the the oldest cold case in in georgia and just started like picking at it and just him alone like a 20 something 23 year old kid or something like that uh, i think his name was Payne Lindsay, and yep. uh yeah he ends up essentially i mean he didn't the end of the podcast didn't end with him finding out who it was but it was he shook the leaves of the tree that like you know made it so they like people started talking about it and like different stuff yeah Yeah. and they solved it like essentially it's solved now like it's not a cold case anymore so i definitely believe that's really cool um yeah so i mean uh i i definitely want to check that out is it it's good it's good yeah i like it i think it's like 40-ish minute episodes maybe around there 
Um, but I like it. I think it's been going pretty fast. And it's just like, it's fun how they do it because each of the characters kind of has like their very distinct um, vibe. And so like they do a lot of cool scenes with how like they think about things. That's but, really cool. Uh, I mean, Steve Martin is a legend. You know, Selena Gomez is a talent. Right. What was the other actor? Uh, Martin Short, I believe. Oh, I thought you said Steve Martin. I, I, I maybe I think is it all three? I think it's all three. I, I, I don't, don't know, remember. maybe, but both Martin Short and Steve Martin are are awesome. Um, so, anyways, uh, you've been watching. Yeah, anything Steve else? Martin and Martin Short. Oh, okay, Martin okay. Short. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Good. I was like making sure because I was like their names are like very close. Run into each other. Yeah. Um, but something that I haven't been watching, but something I've been reading while listening to on an audiobook that I think is of interest to our audience with stuff that we talk about um, is this book by Logan Yuri called uh, How Not to Die Alone. First of all, like I've definitely of- talked about this before about just dying alone in my apartment. Like, you know, you have, you have. But <laughs> so- this book all about like dating, like I've heard her on some of the dating podcasts I listen to and uh, the book kind of goes through, it's very modern take of like, dating and the things that you go through and like how to be like a better dater Mm -hmm. um and how to like kind of like analyze you know how to you know get your end goal when it comes to dating things like that it's been a super interesting audiobook read listen right now i've been like blazing through it i started it yesterday it's a great name for a title are you getting are you getting a lot out of it i am i am getting a lot out of it it's i've Cause it kind of like talks about different stuff about like what kind of like things that you fall into. Like there's like different categories of like what kind of daters you are, what kind of like breaking up situations you are, what kinds of, you know, things like it talks a little bit about attachment theory, which I've read and heard Mm -hmm. a lot about. So I, I think it's, I think it's a definitely, and it could be for anybody in any area of a relationship because they talk more about like you know how to work on things as you have a relationship that's going how to like you know keep it going when you hit problems things like that so what do you think think is the the most so far that you've gotten out of it the biggest tip or the biggest thing that you kind of noticed um i think the most that i've gotten out of it so far is understanding like how I like they have the different categories of like maximizer, romanticizer and hesitator of like daters and like understanding that I'm a maximizer. And that's why like I approach each thing of being like, I want to know as much as I can about something before I'm certain. And that's helped me like even just like as I think about my past relationships, my past dates, whatever, like I'm like, oh, like this is why like I've approached things these ways. And it like it, it helps you like figure out ways to be like, you're equal and opposite to that kind of thing that maybe like the negative sides of that to be your equal and opposite, like better sides, um, which I'm like, Oh, these are good tips. Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of tips, actually just a little side note, um, yesterday in class, my teacher, the owner actually of the studio, the main guy, he was there teaching the class cause our teacher was out. But, um, you know, I went up to him after class cause he had given me some feedback and I kind of just wanted to uh, him to elaborate a little bit. But he had mentioned because this, you know, I mean, specifically, this girl got pretty emotional in class in a scene. And, um, you know, he was like, this is going to be half you have you have to hone this because it's going to be your superpower. So, right. you know, right. I, I, I honestly I went up to him I'm like, you know, just from today, like, were you able to notice if I had a superpower or something like that? It was just a question I asked him. And he was like, oh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, 
He's like, you have a lot of charisma. And I thought that was going to be like my superpower. And he was like, you know, your superpower would be if you were able to be less charismatic. And I'm like, huh. And it just blew my mind. Like, yeah. I was just like, what? Mm. So um, I don't even really, I'm still like processing what it actually Yeah, that's going to take a hot second. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, tick, 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 tick. But um, like, yeah, so I mean, I'm still, I'm yes? still, yeah, I'm going through it in my head. But anyways, um, you know. What have you been watching? <laughs> nice. Um, well, I, I, it was one of those things where I'm pretty sure I probably watched some other stuff, but this is the thing that I remembered. Um, everyone's been kind of talking about it online. My uh, shout out to my cousin Ease, actually. He uh, was I've been the one. Seen that, a lot about this. Yeah, he'd been he'd been uh, recommending it, so I uh, I checked it out. I I've watched the first like three episodes, but it's called Clickbait. It's on Netflix, and um, it stars uh, Vinny Chase uh, from Entourage. And um, love him, yeah. Adrian Grenier. Yeah, but I he's mean, so fine. Still. I don't know. If, I don't know his character. He's still like fine, but like uh, his character is like kind of a bad guy. It sounds like so far. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. um. But yeah. So check it out, man. It's really crazy because like, I mean, I guess the I mean, without giving too much away, because I I've only watched the first three episodes, but the 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 concept of it is the fact that it starts off with this guy and his sister and they get in a fight, but the next day he goes missing. And, um, and then there's a video on YouTube that starts going like, or whatever it is, it starts going viral and he's holding a sign and like, he's like, it looks like he's hostage. And the sign says, um, once this video gets to 5 million hits, uh, I will die. die or something. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and then, you know, everyone just keeps watching it like, and it, the numbers just keep going up and it's like one of those things where you can't not watch it, but every time you add a view to it, it just keeps going up. So it's a very interesting concept. I'm, I'm very into it right now. So if you're into those type of things, I think we just gave you some really good shows to watch. So, um, I agree. I'm excited for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I've been looking for something good to watch, but why don't we get into something I like to call, I don't know. <laughs> kids what do we got all right what we've all been waiting for Mm. certified lover boy dropped this past week yeah yeah it held the top 21 songs on apple music after it dropped for like i think a couple of days um so like every single song was in the top 25 i guess technically so top 21 um people you know there's been as with anything, there's been mixed reactions on the internet. People were calling Drake out for having the R. Kelly credit on TSU because of like the little bit of sampling that was done there. Um, some people on the internet were saying things like, with how many women are in rap right now, not, neither not Donda nor CLB featured any women rappers. What does that say? But I mean, wait, maybe each not women, album has a journey. But so, I mean, you know. did, did they need to include women rappers or, I mean... I, I wasn't Thames on Drake's album. That's like our, or later on we'll talk about it. But um, I mean, does it need to be a rapper? Is that what you're saying, or can it be a I female? Guess no. I mean, no. Okay. Um, well, I, I see what you're saying, though. I, I just don't know. It's it's interesting because like I feel like a lot of the rappers. It's hard. It's hard to put like a girl rapper maybe on a on a song with you because the content they're talking about is just it's a little different, you know. The audience, right? No, is, that's what I'm saying. With like each album has its own journey, right? Um, but it does say a lot about both of these albums being as long as they are mm-hmm. to being like, all right, well, it's an interesting but. point. Um, I do I do agree that like it's like, dude, come on, right now you want to put like 
like dirty your album by putting um r kelly's name like in the credits right like and like technically like he can get royalties from that like you mm. like you remove the sample or don't use that song like i don't understand like it just it seems easy as that um but i've been i i honestly i like probably about like four songs on on the album yeah Um, i feel like it's like grown on me like some of them have grown on me especially if they're tiktok sounds i keep listening to them mm -hmm. and i'm like all right well there's, Maybe this one. Is there's okay. just like uh, you know, I just feel like Drake's done this stuff before, where it's like you know, and he's done it it's better. It's very Drake. Yeah, it's safe. It's a very safe album. And some people yeah. are saying that they like Donda over Certified Lover Boy. I don't know if I can fully say that. I think they're both they're different. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if I like. I don't really know if I like one over the other. To be honest, yeah. I think I like them for different reasons. I don't really like most of Donda, and I. Uh, some of more of like certified lover boys grown on me um but it's very like i mean I don't we know. don't have to sit here and pit them against each other but drake did get more i think more uh listens or downloads on his album on in the three first days. day yeah for yeah. sure yeah. so um so yeah um what else we got though well, for um, people like you, and then also people who love Rick and Morty, there's going to be a live action Rick and Morty. They have casted uh, Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd as you know one of the characters, and then it's Jaden Martell. So they're the the title characters. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a wild, wild ride. Which she, this is this is just like full coming full circle, worlds colliding. Really, it's truly it. Yeah. It's like I mean the the cartoon character of rick and morty is based off of doc and marty from back to the future right um so you know they're just going on crazier adventures they switched up the storyline a little bit it's so to, to have christopher lloyd that who played doc and back to the future and have him actually play rick is just incredible and it's a i'm what a time to be alive for me you know what i'm saying this is and honestly people, people have been telling me to get into rick and morty forever like it's not that i don't like it it's just like i'm just not a huge cartoon person so yes. um i know but now you can. I be. might have to just, you know, it's a really smart show. Like anytime I have watched it, I've laughed my ass off and it blows my mind, you know, but it's just, there's just other shows like with, with real actors and stuff that I'd rather watch, I guess. But you got Christopher Lloyd in there. Um, you know, it's probably the closest I'm going to get to back to the future. So, um, a remake of it, but that's awesome. Right. Uh, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick, Rick and Morty. I know that <laughs> like the Rick, soldier Boy song, Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rick. Rick. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got? Um, well, John Mulaney made his like return to, I guess, late night TV, really mm-hmm. had an interview with Seth Myers this past week, and it went into his full timeline of, you know, what happened from when he initially went into rehab, like last late summer, early fall, what happened when he came back from that. And then when he relapsed, um, and then his intervention that Seth Myers was part of, and then him going back to rehab, him meeting Olivia, um, and now it like announced that him and Olivia Munn are expecting a baby together, which is wild to me. This is wild. Like, yeah, I, thinking of all of his bits about how him and his ex-wife didn't want children and whatever, and I mean like obviously like different re- people, different seasons of life, things, but it's just. Uh, I, you know, his his therapist and, you know, folks that probably are in his quarter in that sense should be sainted because this is a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a lot for me, actually. I, I didn't read this headline, but I honestly just got really hurt when, when you uh, said that out loud. So. Oh, because oh. Olivia Munn? I'm hurt. I'm very <laughs> hurt. I'm very, very hurt. I, I feel like she's, uh, you know, better at making these type of decisions than this, you know, but... I, 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 I will always wish her the best. And um, oh, let's just let's just God. move on. Let's just move on. What else we got? Well, uh, speaking of pregnancies, Cardi B and Offset welcomed their baby boy um, this past week. Um, so that's exciting for them. I don't think they've announced a name. Um, so that's interesting, uh, especially because like culture's names always like all over stuff whenever they have her. What if they call her culture, too? I can't. I can't. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, Boo. Yeah, hiss. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, like in other news that I didn't put in here, but because it's not news so, anymore. So if you can't name your children Culture and Culture 2, why would you name your albums Culture 2 and Culture 3 and all because that? Because they're That's, albums. They're albums. <laughs> Whatever. All right. It's moving different. on. Moving on. But it's something that isn't even news, but is sort of news, just it's confirmation is Kylie and Travis finally announced on their own terms that they're pregnant, even though we all been new. We've yeah. been new. We knew her tricks in up her sleeve. We've been new. They're pregnant see, again. See, this Whoops is this is why. I mean, I bet you anything they want the attention now. But Cardi B and Offset are gonna get it officially because that's what happens when you when you try to hide things and then you want to like pu- publicly perfectly do it and stuff. It, it might work if you're a real person, but in, when you're a celebrity, it's just like a little tacky, you know. Well, especially because n- people knew her tricks from the last time she did it. So right. She did the same shit. We can pick it up. Also, like, t- like just a couple months ago, you guys were like talking about being in like an open relationship or something like that. So, yeah. it's just uh, these celebrities are insane. But um, well, good for them. What else we got? Blues Clues. Um, Nick Jr. Uh, really touched my heart this week. Blues mm-hmm. Clues is turning twenty five, and um, what they did because they know their motherfucking audience. They made a little video because they had a different thing where it had like all of the different, you know, friends of Blue. So Steve, Joe, and I forget the new one's name. I really truly don't know mm-hmm. um, because he was much after like even I think maybe when I was babysitting kids that was what it was on. But um, Steve you know, famously left for college. And it was it was a thing because then he was replaced by his brother, Joe. And Joe, I'm going to be honest, is a fucking lame Steve was the guy. But uh, Steve came back, made a little video that Nick Jr. posted of him being all like, you know, I want to talk about how I left. And like, I want to know that I've thought about you guys. Like, we're still friends. Like, I love you guys. Like, in the feelings, like, just twist the fucking knife. I, like, felt so many things watching this video. And I am like, damn it, Nick Jr. What you is, exactly what is he doing how to now, get to though? these millennial parents because all these millennials are parents now. Yeah, I know. But so, like, what is he doing now? Is he going to be back on Blue's Clues or what's the deal? Because he was really good at that. I just watched that this morning, actually. And he just is like really good at what he does. And, and uh, right. Like speaking directly to kids. Oh, my uh, God. Not even to kids. Like, he's talking like, to me. Like, he was talking to me. I know. He's me. talking to all of us. He's good at like what he does. Like there's like psychology on like how that like kids But why kids was he doing to, it like, when he was like 20 years old? Like I don't understand. Like how was he doing that? And he had the freshest little like fitted hat with like the handy dandy notebook or with the, the little with the crayon on it. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yo, dude. Stop it. Oh, man. It yeah. It got me on all the feels. And honestly, it's good to actually that he did that because like for the longest time, the biggest rumor and like fall thing about him was that he's been dead 
That he's dead. Yeah, I don't even know why that was ever a thing. Because there's some celebrities uh, out there that people think are dead and they're not. I know. They're, and it's a, like the I world guess, of Google. You could just Google it. I know. Well, I guess they did like a little, um, I guess they did like a little sing along with all the hosts. They're just doing like little like, you know, Blue's Clues 25 stuff. But uh, I think, you know, he went to go make music for a while. I don't really, I think he's just like out here living his best life. I could go get speak. that. I could get that. Like when you're 20, you're like, this is kind of lame. I don't even like, how do you get laid when you're like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, but now he's know, like, that's not a depends. bad job <laughs> actually as like, you know, a 45 year old man or whatever he is. Um, you know, so good for him, man. I missed him and he looked good and he, he sounded good. So, um, what else? Do we got anything else for quick hits? Yes, um, Michael K. Williams, best known for his roles on The Wire, Boardwalk Empire, and he had, I think, a bit of a role on the on Community. Um, he died this past week at the age of fifty four. Um, known the reason for his death is not yet known. Didn't they say uh, it was like a drug overdose or something? Uh, yeah, they're looking. To, they're trying to determine that because I guess police recalled he was found deceased. So. That's so um, sad. He was such a talented actor. Like so he could talented. do funny, he could do serious, you know, everything. So um rest in peace to him. Uh, yes. V, what made you go yikes this week? Well, besides this is Bachelor actually, like, in Paradise, but <laughs> besides yeah, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. But um but last this was actually like and like right after we dropped our episode last week. This is a late yikes. It's more of a funny yikes. I think it's hilarious, but I'm sure, you know, the social media person got fired after this happened. But um, Peppa, Peppa Pig tweeted something to the degree of how she's like, Peppa didn't even need to host listening parties in Mercedes-Benz Stadium to get that .5 with the pictures of the pitchfork ratings of Donda and um peppa's adventures the album where it's rated 6.5 and donda was rated six straight up (laughs) (laughs) and like the tweet has been since deleted and i'm sure that social media person does not have a job but honestly that's incredible and that's why why would they get fired for that I don't know, but I because I think it's like, oh, like, let's not like we're a kid show. But like, that's true. Peppa, like if you know the very like the the very famous and pass around meme clip of like Peppa Pig calling up her friend Susie's sheep being all like, can you whistle? And Susie's like, no, I can't. How do you whistle? And she's like, oh, thank goodness. I mean, this is how you do it. You put your lips together and blow and blah, blah, blah. And like Susie's like, like this and perfectly whistles. And Peppa just hangs up the phone. <laughs> So Peppa's petty. This is Peppa to a T. <laughs> Yo, man, I, I mess with Peps. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, um, yeah, congrats to Peppa Pig then. Uh, <laughs> round of applause. Well, here we go. You know what time it is? Time to talk about fashion paradise. Wow, I legit watched all the hours of Patrick in Paradise last night. Um, it was, it was. That's I that's intense. I didn't think I could do it, but it's such a good show, and it kept me entertained the whole time. So. It, 
It's just, I, I really think some of this could have really been squished down into one. It's like a lot, but not a lot happened. You know, it's not two episodes worthy. I think it could have been squished down to one. Yeah. But yeah, you know what um, it is. But I mean, I honestly, I honestly think though, now that like I, I've been able to watch it, 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 Bachelor in Paradise allows the true personalities of these people to come out, out outside of show. It kind of shows you how fake people are on The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Right. You know, so. Um, right. Or with, how fake they've even become. How fake being on that show has made them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where do, where do we start, V? Well, night one, mm. we are rejoining the situation of Kendall, Kendall joining the beach. Kendall and Kendall and Joe. <laughs> um, and they talk. And the funniest meme I think I saw about this that I relate to is uh, like, oh, they had a meeting that could have been an email. That's kind of what it felt like. It felt like their talk was very much so like they both danced around like she's all like, well, why? Like, where don't you still love me? Kind of. But like what? You know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, we have these issues. These issues aren't changing. Yeah. And I'm finding someone else here. And then they sort of, but then she's also like, but I might want to try to find, I want closure. So, cause I might want to find someone else here. So I'm kind of like, sis, what do you want? And Joe's kind of like, I don't know what I want now, but like, I don't really think I love Kendall anymore, but like this brings up a lot of feelings and it just, it seemingly has no real ending besides him going to talk to Serena and being all like, I'll yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you, how do you feel like Joe handled it with Serena? Um, I think he was so confused that I don't think he really handled it the best. I think, you know, she handled the whole situation the best out of anybody because she was very mature about it. Very like, you know, like I need to know like if that feeling ever changes because he was like, you know, I want to continue stuff with you. I just don't really know how this is all going to pan out, how this is going to play. And she's like, I need to know the second that you don't feel that way, that you don't want to keep doing things with me and that you don't really like me, then you got to let me know. Yeah. She was just like, you know, I need to be let know. And I think um, she handled it the best. I think Joe is just like really thrown for a loop, but also at the same time, like not as much of a loop as being all like, you know, when a fuck boy says like, oh, I ran into my ex last week and like, I'm really messed up about it. I think he was more like, I ran into my ex right now on the beach and I'm a little messed up about it, but like, I like you more. So, yeah. You know. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, just to, we didn't really get to see much more of Kendall in the episode after that, actually. No. Um, no. So, and it's really funny because you would think that these girls like Kendall and Tia and all these people would be like, kind of like the these it girls that guys are going for, but everyone's kind of coupled up. So like I, I did notice that Kendall and Ivan were kind of getting a little close. I saw a scene where he's like kind of like touching her and stuff. So that could yeah. be kind of bubbling up a little bit, but I mean, I, Ivan hasn't, you know, Ivan doesn't really have anybody right now. So, I mean, and Ivan, I think is a catch. So I think, you know, options are, you know, out there. I wonder him. what it is with Ivan. Why, um, He's not as um, popping right now on the beach as everyone else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He kind of came think... in thinking he was like the hot hot one, I felt like. And then, I don't know. And then he kind of got like a little demoted. And then, Kenny, and then Kenny's been the hot one. Kenny's been like, he's in like a love square as this episode shows. Because like him and Tia went on the date. They sort of had a thing. Then uh, 
Mari is like still has feelings for him. Demi is being a little bitch about all of it. She continues to be a bitch in the second episode. We'll get to that. But like she just is getting pissed. She's like saying whatever. She's trying to throw in both episodes. She's trying to just throw her sexuality. Just throw like, you know, let's go to the boom, boom room. Let's go to the boom, boom room. I'm the best you'll ever have situation, which I don't think like as we've seen how poorly the show does sex positivity, that still isn't sex positivity. That's kind of icky and weird. Yeah. And so, I could just imagine her doing that her whole life to get what like what she wanted and stuff. And which that sounds more like some internalized misogyny to me. Well, but um well uh, I honestly it's funny though, I mean, besides the fact that they had sex, which still isn't like a bad thing. Like, you know, I'm not saying that's right. bad because I, I I honestly I, I I wish I wish I could say something bad about Kenny, but like he's honestly done. I don't no- have anything bad to say. He's about done him. nothing wrong. He's actually done it by the book. He's actually showing the playbook for how you run paradise. He's got three girls, probably another one coming, like you know, or whatever. But regardless, he's like, and he's very honest with each of them. Yeah. I don't. He's never been dishonest. He's, he's never. never even, I don't even seen him be disgenuine. Like, you know, no. like, yeah, I've seen him. He's be- given him exactly where he's at in each of their situations. Right. Like, so, I mean, I, I, that would be very hard to manage. But I guess as a 40 year old person, that's like, you know, you've been around the block. You kind of know been- how to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, You've been around the block. This show you know has, how to do it. This show has shown, like this this week has shown a lot of examples of how to do it and how not to do it. And oh, yeah, mostly you, how not. Yeah, and I mean, Kenny, I'm sure is like doing it the perfect way. You know, he's not really getting in drama. He's all about the girls, and even though the girls are like all about him, they're not really giving him the drama. They're like dramaing each other, which third, yeah, which I which think is, is breaking just, girl you know, code, kind of. You know, girl on girl crime, but um, yeah. But yeah, so um, where where else should we go to from here? The main thing that happened night one mm-hmm. is that um, Piper comes down and she has a date card and she immediately, without even like, without even pretending to talk to anybody else, she just says, Brendan, you want to go on this date? And so now everyone who had been talking about the rumors of them being a thing is like, huh, and Natasha is not pleased. They go on their date, they have their good time, they pretty much, like, you know, make it seem like they are They say we're picking up where we left off, which is not something you would say if you were single. Um, and then, you know, Brendan and Natasha have a conversation where Brendan pretty much, this is, like, real gaslighting. He, because Natasha and uh, Piper already talked she got we're the skipping full- we're skipping the first date though because I kind of want to talk about that a little bit um yeah. you know what do you want? well first of all they haven't had a chance to talk to each other like you know canoe like like have a conversation outside of the camera so you yeah. know sh- uh, Piper's getting these weird vibes from Brendan like dude why are you acting like this why are you talking like this like, acting like we don't know each other and stuff and the conversation was so weird and awkward like just. I mean, obviously, Brendan is 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 a master manipulator, or he likes to think he is. Um, you yeah. know, with his yeah. choice of words and stuff, and um, <laughs> you know, he yeah. was able to manipulate that conversation with Piper, or at least be able to secretly code his his conversation with her, where she's like, "I get it," because the conversation that came out of that dinner was like, you know, he, she's like, "So what's been going on here?" And he's like, "Well." You know, he's talking in code. If 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 anyone else didn't notice that, like he's talking yeah, in code. Yeah, for like, sure. I had to, you know, I had to build a relationship, and he made a good point. He's like, I wouldn't be here right now, like if I didn't make the moves that I did. 
Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. But I mean, he definitely, uh, he definitely, like his true colors came out when you know he was recorded on camera saying some really messed up stuff about the situation. But you know, they ended up being like they came to a good conclusion at the end of that, obviously, and and stuff. But I just thought it was really weird, like. It's almost like Brendan well, is like, not she meant- almost got offended at points because like she was like, you know, just tr- hopping into it like nothing had happened because, you know, they didn't have really any time to debrief that much. Exactly. Figuring out like when she would be there, whatever. But yeah. I mean, so anyways, they're back on the beach. Natasha had talked to Piper and that was an awkward conversation. You know, Piper is just kind of, you know, caught red handed and and trying to. Um, just kind of play ignorant, I guess, about it. I, I, but like, I think, like you know, the issue isn't between Natasha and Piper. The mm-hmm. issue is between Natasha and Brendan. Natasha's just going to Piper to be like, "Let me hear from one of the horses' mouths what the situation is. Let me hear," because she's like, "I've already heard from one horse's mouth. Let me hear from her situation." But you don't and- really think that? I guess you could say that 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 wasn't like. Natasha shouldn't have an issue with Piper, but Piper, if, if, if Piper and Brendan like concocted this together, like she just wasn't around. Well, I mean, yeah, she can have, she can have an issue with both. I'm not saying that she can't have an issue. I'm just saying she was going more to Natasha to like get some clarity of like what her side was so that she could go back to Brendan, who she's built a supposed relationship with and nail him to the cross being all like, Hey doggy. Um, this other girl who you've been seeing has laid out these things that you downplayed big time. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like, especially if you're the girl in the situation, you're going to go to the other girl and be all like, let me know what you, how you're feeling. Cause like, I'll let you know how I'm feeling. And yeah. then, you know, approach the man that's two timing you. Yep. Um, so, but. I mean, the conversation with Brendan and Natasha goes down and that's just, uh, you know, Natasha handled it as well as she could. She could. She for- looked stunning. She laughed at him saying that she had selective hearing because that is tomfoolery on his part to say that kind of shit. She, you know, she laid out the facts. He tried to bounce around them. He, uh, he was he saying stuff much- that she, he said to her that we never heard before. Like, why is Yeah, he-, he was just lying out of his ass. And then he pretty much told her that she had no prospects, which was the rudest shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, he said it being to all, like, her? Well, or was that like yeah, an off-camera camera? No, he said it to her being all like, well, who else would you have been going for? Who else do you think would have, like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, whoa, homeboy. Wow. I, I I mean, so then we get this like these conversations between Brendan and um and, and Piper, you know, where like the cameras are on them. They're not supposed to be like the main thing happening, but they're they're saying some really messed up stuff like. Yeah. And they're pretending like they're not mic'd up like he even tries to cover his mic. We get it all, my dude. And they're pretty much talking about their screen time, their their follower count. They're talking about like. All you know, it's just a, a clout chasing combo. And all this stuff, yeah, and and it just looks bad. And he's admitting to be a villain. Like he's like, I'm I'm going full villain right now. Like, right. You know, he just doesn't care anymore. So, I mean, I, it's just it's just it's just interesting because um, I guess does I'm not really seeing a lot of is that still night one or is this are we talking about night two now? What? No, that's still that's night one. That hold like them getting caught on camera saying that. Okay. Um. So yeah, that was the beginning of their like social downfall. Like you know, I follow. Yeah, that was like, 
people and people had already been like swirling around like the rest of the beach have been like this is bullshit this is bullshit they're all getting up in arms about it but then we go into night two and it's like pretty much forgotten for most of night two yeah you know i think the difference here is that brendan actually has friends like in 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 paradise uh and you know when we talk about chris here in a second you know he pretty much essentially looked like he did the same type of thing but he you know got the like beat up about it you know what I'm saying? right and right. um so let's let's is there anything else from night one that we need to talk about the only like main thing about night one that happened is that like noah and abigail sort of rekindle their situation they seem to be on better terms they're boring i, I don't let's let's move on to the interesting stuff um night two what do we got Titus Burgess Burgess comes in. He invites them some to a VIP party. And it includes like a couple couples. And then it includes some, you know, halves of couples that gets people freaked out. Now this is the uh, most this is the most I've ever seen producers really just try to just really stir just that pot. Go, yeah. They're just like, let's do it. Yeah, like they, they just are threw a dynamite in the pot, actually. Just like, you know. So um uh, who are the girls that show up? Chelsea, um, Elena, I guess. Elena, Alana. I don't know how to say her Alea, name. Alea. Uh, no, that's a different one. That's Alea. That's oh, okay. a third. Okay. And then Mc- McKenna, or my Kenna, as I like to call her, because that's how she spells McKenna. it. McKenna. Yes. Um, which, you know, it's really interesting that none of these girls, like, I mean, well, you come to find out, like, two of them get brought back and stuff. But the other girls, like, you know, they just had like one little night. They barely got, they didn't even get like introduced. Like, hey, the, the whole me. thing was like that they were supposed to be there, like, put ten- and then like if someone made connections with them, then potentially they could come on. So Who's you're thinking about like they're like backup Bachelor in Paradise people and they just kind of, they might be just been yeah. waiting in the wings for this one little going out night. Yeah, they might be. And who's to say if they might come on later? I doubt it, but mm-hmm. maybe. They always throw um, like a, 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 somebody to go in there to get like because everyone's already coupled up and they usually don't becca could have been like that really but um so yeah they have that night out they invite like some couples that are together some people they try to split up and see what maybe happens or something i I was trying to figure out what the what the math was like what was what was the plan i know i was i was trying to figure it out too we have some things that executed well but then some things like you were like you know what was the riley thing like what were they trying to do well because it just proved that riley is an upstanding dude Mm -hmm. even though and that marissa has some like anxious attachment style and she was because she was freaking out on the beach but this is all this all happens after the main bomb blows up at um at this vip party which is alana alana yeah we're gonna i'm gonna say alana i really don't know she um alana isn't it i don't people on the show said it both ways she said it both ways i think i don't even know (laughs) but um she hops in i guess she had once in the past prior to the show thrown herself at chris in san diego and they go talk make out Jasenia sees it then they continue like Jasenia and um Chris have a convo where Chris pretty much is all like I don't know how I feel and Jasenia's like uh I think you might maybe give me a little bit more than that and he's like yeah I don't know and well, she's this like is after she just caught them making out yeah this was after she catches them making out the first time yeah and 
then and then even Elena pulls them away and like they end up making out and dancing on the dance floor like right in front of Jesenia pretty much for the rest of the night and she ends up leaving the party early coming back to the girls on the beach still crying her eyes out being all like I don't think me Jesenia and Chris is so are beautiful but I I can't help but think that she she kind of deserves this too um why well I only say not like in in the sense of the show she doesn't deserve to get hurt and everything like that but like you know she, she, that conversation you just said like first of all she kind of did what like she was done to her to Ivan like you know because she knew of Chris beforehand right obviously I mean yeah there was like a three way thing happening between these girls before Paradise and and Chris. And then they come in and she uses Ivan to kind of stay there until Chris gets there and drops Ivan. I think, like she, a, but no, she actually wanted to see, like, Ivan was on her, the top of her list too. Yeah, but was, Chris was like, she, Chris was at the top. It's not like, Brendan didn't come in there being all like, Natasha's on my list. Like, she came in there being like, I want to really see, meet Ivan and Chris. Well, I feel like... It was one of those things where, like, if they canoodled beforehand, or like, we're you don't think they're like we're gonna see each other in paradise. You just gotta make it until I get there. And so she makes it until I she, mean I don't know. She yeah. makes it till she gets to Chris, and then Chris is supposed to you know pass the test of not when he gets presented with two girls, but he didn't pass the test. So that's why they're not looking like Brendan and Piper right now. Like, I don't know. To me, it just seems a little weird. Like, and um, also, um, so I guess. They come back and everyone is pissed off at Chris now. He's like public enemy number one on the, on on Paradise, straight up. Well, I like, think it's because like people love Jasenia too. Like she's like the, one of the sweethearts of the beach. So I think it's like, and she had like tough conversations with Ivan, and like they're all like, you know, like they worked their shit out. Now he's just gonna do this without like actually having the conversations. Yeah, um, you know. Uh, they it, so what happens then? What happens then is uh, she ends up coming down to the beach and takes Chris on a date, which you know goes as well as a date with them can go because they're into each other while the rest of the beach is stewing. Um, while the rest of the beach is also stewing, um, Mari is going like. Mari and Kenny have a conversation. They like each other still a lot. And then Kenny goes to talk to Demi to be like, yo, I think I'm going to pursue things with Mari because we've had a good connection and whatever. And Demi shows her little immature colors of just being all like, I don't know why you would want to be with someone like her. She's evil. She's whatever. Like, I'm the best. I'm fun. I'm all this. Like, as she's screaming and crying, covering her face, calling like, Calling Mari all the things that she's acting like. That's what I was going to say. Like, Mari's been, like, <laughs> so sweet and, like, nice, except for that one conversation where she kind of messed up that she apologized to the person she Yeah, she about. apologized. She explained her reasoning of being all, like, I got scared, so I thought, like, so I wouldn't be scared. Let me uh, potentially go to do other things. But then I realized that that wasn't the vibe. Mm -hmm. And then I overreacted. And, like, he was like, yeah, you did it. <laughs> and then Demi's losing her goddamn mind. Like, just losing her mind over this conversation yeah, and, and actually kenny made up a good point actually like you know and in, in another like where he gained another point with me was that fact that like you know when he said to mari he was like look like it seems like you're really into me on days where i have the rose and then it's like 
I'm yeah. scared that like it's like one of those things where like on days where you have the rose, like then you're gonna go explore your options. Like I mean, that's a good point to be like. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah, yeah. even when he has like multiple girls, so, like I feel like Kevin is or Ke- Kenny is like legit doing it so good. Like I I can't. Yeah, he is because he's like actually yeah he's like actually weighing like who he's interested in. He's actually figuring it out. And also the fact um, that he's able he was able to have sex with someone there and everyone's cool with it. Except for right. Demi, obviously, but except for Demi, because yeah. she thinks that that means you know, and then she's all like, she's saying stuff like that, and she was even, you know, she was just trying to use that to hold it over him, which that's, that's bullshit though. Like she's throwing yeah. it at him. Like, what do you think about that? I I don't think I yeah I think it's bullshit. What I sort of said earlier, it's I think like it's two really consensual adults like do that. And it's like, you yeah. know, what is this? Now we're married or we have to do this? Like, Well, and she's just, and she keeps trying to use that as her only, like, that's her trump card. She's just like, come on, let's go to the boom, boom room. Let's go to the boom, boom room. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and blah, he doesn't even take this- her up on it. No, which just goes to show that he's interested in Mari Moore in this situation or like whatever. Like that, that shouldn't be. I think it's pretty her- classic though. It's pretty classic. Like the girl that's like, I, like doing too much or like so into you um is is kind of like the like you kind of want what you can't have like the mari thing like it doesn't look like they had so many conversations she kind of just like let the demi thing roll then the tia thing came and that kind of eased it because it was like that was driving demi as crazy as mari was gonna go if 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 tia didn't come in like blow up the spot there and um right. mari mari did her thing and came in smooth and and was honest and direct with him and they were able to get past it. And she's a beautiful girl. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what comes next? Chelsea comes down with a date card. Um, she ends up, you know, talking to some of the guys. She ends up taking Aaron on the date. They have a good time. You know, everyone is talking about how tall Chelsea is. She's fucking model. She's great. Whatever. They have a good time. Um, and then while they're on their date, Becca gets a date card and decides that after she's had conversations with people at the VIP party and whatever that the like someone who she thinks you know she really hit it off with in that situation was Thomas. So she does like what I think is, you know, the mature thing to do and goes and talks to Tammy and asks her like, "Hey, like would you be okay with me going on this date?" And this whole time even when Thomas went to the VIP party and Tammy wasn't there. Tammy has been talking this big talk of being like, you know, I want him to come back to me for me if that's what he wants to do. I don't want him to feel forced. And she even sort of says that to Becca being all like, no, you know, you guys got to like explore your connections. Like if he wants to like if he chooses me after being like, I'd rather him choose me after being on a date with you then you know you guys not be able to explore that. Which was but very, very mature actually for very mature of her to say. I don't really think she believed it, but like I don't I mean, think are you Tammy supposed believed to believe what it? she was. I don't know if Tammy believed what she was saying. I know though, but are you supposed to? Like sometimes you're supposed to say things because that's what's right. You know what I'm saying? Or like you know that's what's right, even if you don't believe. Yeah, it. I guess. You know, yeah, I, it's, it's a hard I mean, pill to freaking swallow. But like legit, sure. she's talking about like this. Like Becca, you're 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 gonna save me from someone who doesn't like me. You know, it's a right. very interesting perspective on things, but yeah, it's gonna. I'm, well, it's, and it's, I'm it's very just, petty, where it's just like, go find another man, like you know what I'm saying. Find, go find another girl or something, you know. Like, why you got to pick the one I'm into? 
but that's the name yeah. of the game right now. But that's the name of the show. And, and that's like, what they're I doing. Think... That's why they gave Becca the card because that's why they distracted. Honestly, I feel like this was very, very, um, very, I almost feel like they were going to send, who, who was the girl that came in that w- took a uh, homeboy out? Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, Chelsea takes Aaron out. I wouldn't be surprised if they said, Chelsea, you can go on the island, but you have to take Aaron out on a date. Or they passed all the girls. Which one would you be into? And they, they all picked Aaron, or one of them picked Aaron, and they were like, Chelsea's going in because we know that uh, Becca had a conversation last night um, uh, with Thomas, and that they hit it off. So, like, we'll distract. Uh, we'll take uh, – I'm getting all the names messed up, but we'll take uh, – what's his name away and um, Aaron we'll take Aaron away and put Thomas in there and, and do the whole switcheroo and stuff. So, you know, it's not as everything is so manufactured, like, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, and yeah, I kind of like it though. Like I kind of like it how they always have a contingency plan to f- like really fuck someone over. <laughs> like you know, I know it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's all a huge. So like this show especially is like a huge social experiment and like, having like dating thrown into your face in this specific way um but you know tammy freaks out after like pretty much the second after becca leaves um on this date jacka and thomas hit it off hit it off like hit it off um to the point where you know tammy is not going to be happy next week it looks like um, and of course, Aaron being the asshole that he is comes back from his date to see Tammy crying about Becca being on a date with Thomas and is like, yeah, she better cry. That's what she fucking gets. And I'm like, you're disgusting. That is like the meanest thing to say. Well, but- I mean, he's just, he's just hurt. And like, honestly, he might've seen the old okie doka done on him. Like he went, is like, y'all yeah. just like distracting me from the bachelorette. The old, old okie doka. The old okie doka. <laughs> you know, they okie doked him. It's, it's the old okie doke. So, um, you know, they, he probably knows. <laughs> Noticed that and then eventually like he 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 just was like mad he was like mad that he he had like probably that like the like the most high profile girl on the beach and then yeah. and and then tammy had left him for thomas now thomas is leave taking his girl again but like I, it's, he feels a little vindicated so i honestly this is the most i've actually felt for aaron in this moment i was just like you know he just can't hide his emotions that's his, his thing he's kind of like what is it like? I don't know. He just can't hide his emotions. So it's like tonight. I, I, I that night I saw him right there for everything. Everything like he was exposed on all sides and stuff, just leaking from every everywhere. And um, oh, geez, gross. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, he just like he's like this person stabbed him and this person stabbed him. He's just like leaking from all these places. He's just like, you just forget all you guys. That's where he was at. So, um, do you think he and uh, Chelsea are actually gonna hit it off? Or it was just like a day. I don't know. I think it was just like, I don't, Chelsea, I don't really even feel like I know enough about Chelsea's personality at this point, besides like how she kind of was part of like encouraging the mean girls. I don't really like her. I don't really on like Matt her. season. Yeah. I mean, she encouraged the mean girls on Matt season, yeah, yeah. which I didn't really love. So, I mean, I feel like I haven't seen any of her personality yet, so I don't really know. I mean, I guess they're both kind of encouragers of like, you know, the mob mentality on both of their seasons. So they could hit it off based on that alone. Wow. That's very interesting. I didn't see that. Um, Well, um, yeah. So that all happens and it it kind of what's the what's the show? How does it end? The spins off into, you know, after Chris 
and Elena, Alana, whatever the fuck, come back from their date. Uh, Jasenia recruits the men who most of them had been on, you know, been on that VIP date and had seen the scene of the crime. Uh, and they all start confronting him, like being all like, yo, dude, what you did was fucked up. Like, blah, blah, blah. What is your guys' alternative plan? You guys are coming here. They don't even let Alana, Elena talk from what we could see on the television. And, um, they pretty much are all like, you know, if you guys really are, want to be together, why don't you guys just both leave? Just leave, just leave together. Blah, yeah, blah, see, blah. See, I didn't like this part. This was, this was straight up bullying. I felt like at this point. Um, you know, it, it's just like, you don't have to like them, but like, what makes you the, like the king of the Island? This was legit feeling like Lord of the flies or something like they're just turning right. on and, and, and I didn't like it. I, I mean, I don't, it's not that I like Chris at all. He's like, he's, I don't he's really scum. like Chris he's at scum. all. I don't really care but, about him. Um, you know, what they were saying was that he was rubbing people the wrong way. He was talking about social media and how people got like he specifically, I think like Joe got pissed off because he was like trying to become like a Joe. Like, how did you become grocery store Joe? This lovable guy that got on dancing with the stars and all, you know, like you doing all these things. Like he really wants like a career out of this and stuff. So he was and and, and, and they're all a little gun shy because of the whole Brendan and Piper thing that they haven't really brought up or gone after them like this. So they're all like a little like, oh, another one. But I think because like what you were saying earlier, Chris doesn't really have a lot of like allies. He's newer to the beach. Alana, Elena, whatever, is also new to the beach. They're all like, these are easy ones to just peace out. Yeah. I think that was kind of the vibe that they're all like, they're not adding to our group. We're not friends with them deuces well which i don't like i'm not saying that that's like no really no, the no. Right way to but there was there's some interesting things like that like this got kind of interesting to me at the end because like there was these i never really thought there was rules like to the game like I, it wasn't really a game it was more of just like you you hang out with somebody and just the luck of the cards it's boy, boy boys this week girls this week and whoever you know you get your rose that's about it but like you know now i look like a peep into next week's episode you know, it looks like uh, the host, you know, is going to be coming down on Brendan and uh, and uh, and Piper about breaking the rules and coming in here just to like get a free vacation get or a free get vacay. followers and stuff. And and this is where Joe kind of like takes like you know that's where he takes offense to it. You know, he's like, I'm out here doing this. I'm not trying to become famous. I'm looking for love and all that. So I think that's why he got like defensive or offended by it and stuff. But. That's the way that, that's the way it went down. So, you know, yeah, and then it ends with Demi being for once the only time I've agreed with her probably this entire season. She's all like, how come we're not going after Brendan and them for doing this? But way worse, like well, much Demi more said of a that? I thought Natasha was talking Demi, at the end. Demi said that in her little like interview thing right at the end of show. Yeah. Um, well, Natasha was talking about it, too, I felt like. And she's like, you know, well, I, yeah, Natasha was saying she's like, where was this energy? Yeah. Where was this for me? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, I think it's because of friends. Like, you're not going to get, like, Brendan's friends to really care. Like, you know, they probably already knew. That's how it yeah. got to the And island. I think that they might start to care next week in the episodes, but we'll have to see. But uh, the internet world cares. And Natasha, so after the first episode, there was a ton of, like, you know, Bachelor data, at Bachelor data on Instagram 
does, you know, looks at followers, looks at screen time, looks at all these different things. And really I has good them. like aesthetics too, like colors. They're and great. Yeah. I love a good infographic. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, did. They and also tracking. something funny too is like because they were like all the negative numbers. They're like, this is really throwing off the aesthetics of my crafts because <laughs> all like yeah. you never really yeah, see cause... negative numbers like that. Like decline. Yeah, usually they're just going up. Yeah. But uh, uh, they showed the. They showed how like after night one and then even into night two, Piper was starting to lose a little bit of flowers. Like hers aren't going like down as drastically, but Brendan's went from up here and they have crashed. And Natasha like gained, I think, double to triple, di- I think double digit um, thousand I mean, people flowers. are like rooting for her to like surpass Brendan's numbers now. She, they, she did. Oh, she, she, did, did, she already did? Yeah. What does she have to say about it? Uh, I don't think she just like has posted like a meme or two. Like she just like was just being all like, like she's just like out here living her best life. She's like posted like after that night being all like, you know, this kind of reminds me you, of clickbait or something. Kind of, yeah. kind of like she's all like you deserve, you know, better like things like she's, she's glowing. She's, she's looking thriving. great. She has the support of most of bachelor nation with her. So yeah, I'm not worried about her. Yeah. I think she's doing great. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is really interesting. You know, Brendan's True Colors trade-up came out. Like, you know, a lot of these guys, are they, they are really good at playing the nice guy. That's how they become, like, really close to the end of these lead shows. Right, I mean, because he was, like, I was rooting for him. He was going to win if he didn't, he didn't self-eliminate himself by probably because he just didn't like Taisha. Like, you know, he was just like, uh-huh. I don't, I can't, like... He probably had a girlfriend still at home that he was like talking to and stuff. And no, again, so if you th- if he did it once, he probably did it again. Where he has yeah, a girl, probably and he's done like, it multiple times. I'm gonna yeah. go on TV and get famous and stuff, and then you're gonna be dating like somebody with a lot of followers and stuff. That's legit what they were doing. That's legit what a lot of people are doing right now. Honestly, everyone on the island is doing it because if they didn't, they wouldn't have a social media, right? If they didn't care. I think yes and no to some degree. I mean, like, obviously you want to be able to, like, build a business, build a whatever. But I think, like, you got to, like, think of it as more of, like... No, like, you've been just saying, like, build a business is exactly what I just said. Everyone's on there for followers. Like, if you're going to build a business, like, these people are trying to get out of the rat race by getting their followers up and being able to sell whatever the fuck, like, But I think, like, they want to, like, I think if they should be going on there as single people, you know, going there to find love and then understanding how it works. Yeah. And so that's where you get like the head to head with like Joe and Chris, because Chris is a newbie who didn't even really go through a season of show. Like he got eliminated in the first episode. So, and then you got someone that's a vet in the game and it's Joe, you know, and someone that just doesn't care about and had like a real relationship and like, you know, real, obviously, you know, he's fame famous now, but, like, he's still, like, I mean, like, if he were, like, even, like, as bad as, like, some of the other more influencer types, not saying that, like, he's, like, the perfect example, but, like, he would have been, like, he would have stayed in L.A., but he didn't want to. He was, like, no, I'm doing Chicago. That's yeah, me. he's authentic. So, yeah. um, and that, and that's, I feel like, you know, I've never seen him be uh, no, he's he's a kind of like a bumbling idiot at times, but I love him. But uh, no, I feel like he's mostly authentic. Like, I've never seen him not, you know. Yeah, and if I was Chris, I'd probably be uh, if I he would be like, "How do you become Joe?" Well, well, honestly, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, the reason why he's probably asking him that is because Joe was sent home the first night. 
Right. So he's like, how do you, how did you become so popular when I also got voted off my first night and he's trying to figure out the blueprint. Right. Wow. What a loser. Yep. Wow. Um, that's a true loser. Like Joe. But no one remembered. No one remembered Chris. No. First night. No. We I all mean, remembered grocery store. It's Joe store. The grocery store Joe. And we were upset when he got eliminated. Yeah. First because night. he was authentic. You know what I'm saying? He didn't right. look like he was. And he was like, dude, he's a great guy. How'd you get sent home? But also, you know, Chris, Chris and Jesenia, like it, it, it Jesenia is such a great girl. It seems like, you know, why would you want to. I didn't Fuck see like up. I didn't see like the like I mean I guess the other girl was like maybe more like thick or something like you know but besides yeah they just they bes- just seem to have like pure chemistry which doesn't which does not make a good relationship right so how many more episodes of this do we have we're going back to we one have, night a week I think the finale we're going to just Tuesdays now the yeah. finale is on the twenty eighth okay. and then I think literally the week after that is uh, the first episode of um michelle's season of so Bachelorette. so we got probably about three no more, breaks <laughs> yeah we got three more episodes then it sounds like um yep. so we're going to see so uh, let's talk about the end of bachelor in paradise seasons typically it's it's usually like they they say shit or get off the pot so you no more people are going to be coming to the island and um if you guys want to get married like you stay here or something how does it usually work it's usually like they whittle it down to like couples. And so it's like then they get like kind of like fantasy suite-ish dates. Um, oh, before the fantasy suite though, they they like ask each couple like, do you think you could spend right. forever? Yes. And, and yeah, and usually that is that, the that's a serious to conversation that happens. Everyone that thinks they're in love actually ends up talking and they're like, actually, I'm just going to go back to my life. And, and a lot of people usually drop like flies necessarily though i don't know i think people find and see they come on the show and the benefit of actually being in one of these couples is is just as as good as being on the show sometimes so um and being able to share each other's you know sell things together and all that stuff like that's kind of what i was hearing from this past episode but wow wowzers that was a lot um, a lot of stuff. I'm happy through. that we're going back to just one night a week. Yeah, for sure. The end. Because there's, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of like, you know, filler in there. So a lot of filler. Well, um, why don't we get into slapper of the week? This song slaps. <laughs> this week's slapper comes to you from the actual certified lover boy himself, Drake. Um, Drake Drizzy, yeah, wheelchair Jimmy. Well, you know the the interesting part about I, I know you mentioned like Drake's songs were all on Apple charts and stuff, but when I went through the album, there was very there was I couldn't really establish which song here would be a single, a except, single, except right. for this one song that I picked as slapper of the week. Um, lately, I've been into the artist that's featured in here, like all the songs, and I and her voice is so crazy that today is the first time I actually found out it's a girl. So I thought it was a guy this whole time. Thames, Drake featuring Thames. The song's called Fountains. And um, Thames is like this Afro uh, beat uh, artist uh, that I've been listening to. I've been really into like, 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 I don't even I don't even know what it is, but like she has a song with WizKid called Essence. Um, that's been the song of the summer and stuff. So yeah. Um, Essentially, Drake got her on this song, and the second I heard it, I was like, man, this song is fire. So um, if you guys haven't heard Fountains by Drake and Thames, definitely check it out. It's a great song on um, Certified Loverboy. It's my favorite song on the album. 
So, um, did you have a favorite song on the album? Um, I feel like I liked, I'm like, let me look at my young Spotify. <laughs> um, I feel like I liked a mixture of songs. Um, liked songs. I look, which ones did I like? I liked, oh, I liked knife talk a lot nice because uh, I love, and, uh, I am Y2. I miss you too with kid Cudi. Cause I'm a kid Cudi. Girl, wow. For Those sure. are two songs. I did not, I don't even remember. Um, so my two favorites was obviously fountains and then, um, champagne poetry was a good one. Yeah. That's That one's grown on me. That yeah. one's grown on me. And I didn't a, like it. And then first. a quick third would be 7am on bridal path. And I think that's the one that's about Kanye. And um, it sounded like yeah. a late My quick late third edition. would be Fair Trade with Travis Scott. Mm. Or my quick fourth would be You Only Live Twice with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. That's a good one, too. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of your, your hits from uh, Certified Lover Boy. Just listen to the whole fucking album, I guess, yeah. at this point. <laughs> but Fountains is definitely the one you need. Uh, all right, V, what do you got for some shout outs? Um, I have some Virgo season birthdays. Um, I wanted to shout out my brother from another mother, Ian, for his birthday this past week. Um, <laughs> my girl, Clarissa, her birthday's coming up this weekend. Happy birthday, and Clarissa. Then, and then my friend, Evan, his birthday is when this episode will be out. Cool. Um, quick shout outs. Um, both of them come from my acting class, actually. I want to shout out oh, Sydney cool. for dropping that photo in the group chat for the class. Um, so I have documentation that I've been on the big silver screen. That's and, right. And honestly, it was kind of cool, too, because like another kid in my class works at a movie theater. And he's like, after she posted that, he's like, I've been seeing that commercial over and over and over again at work, and I did not realize that was you uh, in the commercial. So, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I have he like just a. just became face blind. Yeah, I mean, it's not face blind. My, obviously, my hair is long now, but there was a point when I shot that commercial. Your face my, looks the same, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the shape of it looks different when my hair is a little shorter. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, we're all still getting to know each other there. You know, when you're at there work, you you're not watching the vaccine commercial. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. He was going face blind to just seeing it over and over again, right. like just not even like recognizing faces. He was just like, these are people talking about the vaccine. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I said yes. So um, and I just miss my family. That's what everyone keeps saying to me because those are the lines yeah. I say. <laughs> So uh, they're like, uh. usually when someone sees it, they're like, uh, I just saw you on TV. I just missed my family. That'll be like the next thing that they say right there. Or I said, yes, whatever it is. But um, it's pretty funny. So I wanted to shout out Sydney for getting that picture for me. And then also another classmate, Maria, she was at dark. She works at dark horse. And um, when we went out on Friday, she was up there. So I was like, Oh, it's nice to see everyone out. We're actually doing karaoke with, uh, with the class and stuff on Friday. So I'm pretty excited about oh, that. Oh, wow. We get to hang out outside of class. It's going to be Ooh. fun to get to know people. So shout out to everybody Play in class. Class night out. Yeah. Ooh. We're going to be class you know. holes. Um, so that's our show. That's our show. Um, guys, what did you, what did you think? Um, you, you know, it's rhetorical because, you know, this is a one-way thing here. I hear, I hear you guys. You said that you love them. <laughs> yeah. They're just, I know what they're saying. They're like this. I can hear them. So, Veronica, what do you got planned for this weekend? You around? I will be going to um, the Girls Gotta Eat live show. Mm. We'll see. We'll see if your girl gets brought up again. You Who's know what to, to do next time. 
Shout out the Future right. Bachelor podcast. Don't don't be. I'm just gonna have like a Future Bachelor podcast sticker on because like I'd get kicked out of the tabernacle if I'm like in any way subscribe. <laughs> like they'd be well, like, well, no, you gotta out. put it on like right when you're walking on stage, like where you're just like, Phew. and so they're like, what's this sticker? And it's like, oh, it's my podcast. I'm just out here repping. It's like, and then you know, they kick me out of the tabernacle. Cool. Why would they kick you out of the tabernacle? That's ridiculous. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know what to do. Last time she got on stage and I was getting phone calls and texts from people being like, I think your podcast host is like on stage right now. Um, so, going through a little black book. Yeah. So. Anyways, um, well, that's cool. Uh, I don't really know if I got plans this weekend, but probably get productive. You know how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, that's been our episode for 179. Catch you next week with one episode of Bachelor in Paradise and one episode of Future Bachelor. Guys, we gang, love gang. you. Make sure you're checking out um, Future Bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify and also finding us on Instagram at the Future Bachelor. Veronica's be doing these dope ass tipsy talks and um, a really cool companion piece to the show. If you're, you know, that second screen experience. We so, love a second screen experience. You know how I do. You know how we do. Um, well, guys, we'll see you next week with uh, episode 180. Holy cow. 80. Wow. 180. That's a full, like almost a half turn, but let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get to like <laughs> 160. Almost. No? A, almost uh, <laughs> that is a half turn. I'm just going to turn back around. All right, guys, this has been our show. It's Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.